Welcome back to Tim Talk, the only podcast about the DC animated universe co-created by Bruce Tim. I'm Cameron Dexter, and I'm Cameron Dexter, and we're here to talk about Cameron things, i.e. Disney. <laughs> Welcome, Chris. Thank you. I, I'm actually quite enjoying this. I'm having to do less work. I'm spread out on my chaise yep. with a, a bottle of Pedialyte. It is your birthday weekend. Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you very much. There, there, are, uh, there are two things I'm very excited about for this particular podcast. This week, Cameron. What are they? Uh, the first is to see which one of us can have the gravelier voice. Because you've been at D23 all weekend. I imagine wooing hard. Oh, yes. Uh, and I know there was like a disco dance party happening at one point. Two. Uh, there two were two, disco, disco, dance uh, two disco dance parties. I, of course, was out of the bars last night. So this uh, warble is brought to you by the fantastic music playing at Flaming Saddles, plus several tequilas. Oh, yes, I'm sure. Um, so this is going to be amazing. This is going to be a very low energy episode, I think, for the, I, for the I mean, most I'm, of us. I, maybe you'll manufacture all the energy. I'm very excited to part. talk about this stuff. Uh, I have one thing that I'm very excited about, too. What? We're recording later in the afternoon on a Sunday, so I'm very curious to see if the motorcycle shows up oh, again. Oh, that's right. We don't have our time tracker. <laughs> We're not doing it at like 10.30 in the morning. So it's, study. it's very possible that my neighbor with a loud motorcycle who, okay. She also plays music on the motorcycle super loud. Like, wouldn't you just have headphones? Like, wouldn't you listen to music inside your helmet rather than having the radio play so loud that you can hear it over like the sound of the wind going by you as you're driving around? Yeah. Wouldn't that make more sense? Well, isn't it? I think in a couple states it's illegal to have headphones on while you're driving. But maybe that, maybe that's just cars. I think it might be, but I would imagine that, like you must be like, like a motorcycle helmet with like built-in like Bluetooth speakers. Yeah. At this point, like Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Well, know. there's also those. Um, I don't know if you if you saw a, a couple of years ago, some scientists figured this out. There's now like like earless piece headphones where you kind of put like a strap of metal above your like, oh I've, right I've heard about your this. ear yeah uh, and it sends the vibration straight into your brain that sounds horrifying yeah and you you hear the music without needing headphones mm. and I'd be fascinated to just like feel that wait does that work if you're deaf like is it if it's not actually vibrating the eardrum well maybe it's like I feel like it has to be you your brain knows the vibrations so it'll tell you like oh they're saying this word mm -hmm. and so maybe deaf people who don't have maybe like people who had hearing and are now deaf oh okay work. but people that might have always been deaf yeah i don't who don't have that like that automatic recognition yeah, or the, the trained that, drum that's a good point i don't know how that all works um all i know is if they ever actually put that product out in the line clearly their theme song has to be good vibrations oh absolutely i mean if it's not every commercial if it's not what are they even doing mm -hmm. like why why even bother then Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh but yeah uh yeah we're we're talking just d23 pretty much yes. this this whole episode once again we're postponing zeta um yeah unintentional like unintentional this, yeah this is this, neither of us ask, like neither of us are just like oh i don't want to talk about zeta no because we both liked uh last week but it's like you even pointed out this whole episode was gonna be news yeah. so like why drag it out over like three hours let's just do one well, yeah because especially after so I, I i have the news broken up into disney plus content Disney Studios content, which I actually got to be at the panel for. Yeah. And I've never seen such like a cavalcade of celebrities in my life. Also going to the parks right after, uh, I saw Angel Angelina Jolie with her tribe of children in the park. Really? Uh, I saw Corbin Blue from High School Musical fame in the park. Uh, Tina Fey, I didn't see Tina Fey, but she was in there in the park as well. Yeah. Everyone was staying at the Grand Californian. Uh, like I, I when, when we, when we get to the studios part, I'll just talk about the celebrities that were all there. Yeah. Because 
it was madness. Do you think it was all hands on deck for the the vested tour guides? Oh, like I, we we need every, all of them every here. Every single plaid was working. Yeah, I didn't see a single plaid just like casually walking. No, they they all had jobs to do at that point. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, just like the amount of people that were at this convention, uh, that didn't didn't even really do because like at, at Comic Con when you go on stage, most of the time you're there for like the. Uh, the moderator will do like a Q and a with you and you'll talk about your movie for yeah. Disney since they condense everything into two hours. So like all star Wars news, Marvel news, Disney animation, Disney live action, Pixar was condensed into one two hour panel. Jesus Christ. So literally the celebrities would walk on stage, wave and walk off. And that was their whole thing except for Angelina Jolie because she got to walk on twice once for Eternals and once for Maleficent. Oh, that makes sense. That yeah. would make sense. Yeah. I mean, it's, that sounds pretty cushy. Oh, yeah. Like not having to do a full like panel discussion, answer random questions from people. Oh, yeah. And, and still getting paid, you know, up the ass of money. Yeah, of, money. of course. And getting yeah. a free trip to Disney. Yeah. We're doing it all wrong, Cameron. We are. Why aren't we famous? I, I don't know. We just need to be putting out better content. We just need to be part of the Disney universe. Oh, we're trying. Yeah. We're trying Maybe they'll so buy hard. us out one day. Oh, God. Maybe we can acquire Spider-Man. Oh, hey, yeah, that's, that's we, we could do great things with it. Yeah, I guess we'll start off the week. We'll start off the podcast with that news because we haven't talked about that yet. Yeah. So, I mean, the news is essentially that as of right now, uh, Disney and Sony have parted ways in terms of producing Spider-Man content, mm-hmm. which would it, essentially mean that there will be no MCU in Spider-Man, nor will there be any Spider-Man in the MCU. Correct. Because, I mean, seeing the deal change. So Marvel's initial deal was they were getting 5% of the film, 5% of the total gross of the film. I think so. I'm not sure. Yeah. I mean, I've been trying to catch up on all the reports. A lot of different things getting thrown out. So it's hard to tell where it all nets. The the thing that I've read, uh, so again, take it with a grain of salt, because like you said, everyone's kind of giving out different numbers. The initial deal was Marvel gets 5% of the gross film. Yeah. Yeah. and Marvel wanted to change the deal where they would put up half the budget and want half the profit. Yeah. Um, and Sony's deal, which is also kind of dickish. I mean, it's very dickish to go from 5% to 50%. Yeah. But uh, Sony's deal was, no, we're going to treat you like we treat our actors. Uh, you're not getting 5% of the gross. You're getting 5% of first day. That's That's our deal. Uh. Yeah, so just just a casual like four hundred ninety five million dollar swing on how much money they get. Yeah, it. I mean, because it is. It's funny because depending on what you read, a lot of fingers getting pointed at Sony. Other places are pointing at Disney. Mm-hmm. It's well, because who was the one that announced? Sony announced the news, right? Because I think they wanted. Sony actually made it an official statement on Twitter. Yeah, so I think they wanted to hurt Disney right before D twenty three. Yeah, but. I think that kind of blew up in their face because everyone is definitely more sided with Disney. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a weird situation because... I mean, everyone's at fault. Yeah, I mean, kind of ev- everyone's kind of fucking up here. And, you know, the other thing to factor in, too, is that Disney, I believe, still has exclusively the rights to all merchandising. So I think that's part of Sony's argument was that, okay, yeah, you're not making as much on the actual box office gross but you get all of the merchandise yeah a shirt is 22 dollars yeah which is minimum substantial especially for spider-man yeah 
And so, and, and it's interesting too, cause you know, Kevin Feige and Tom Holland both made statements at D23 with the base like, Hey, like this was never meant to last forever. We're just super happy of like what it's gone beforehand. Mm-hmm. And I, so I have no like inside knowledge on this. This is just purely speculative theory on my part. Yes. I think this is going to get resolved. Oh, absolutely. I think there's too much at stake. I think from both a money perspective and also from a creative perspective, you, I mean, Kevin Feige is definitely a person who has backup plans in place, but you, you imagine that they had and planned on Spider-Man being a pretty integral part of the MCU, especially after Far From Home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they, they bred him to be the next Tony Stark. Yeah. And also, not even talking about the films, but just the, like the park aspect of it. So I will get into this again later, but uh, for Disney Parks, there will be a Marvel land at uh, California, Paris, and Hong Kong. Yeah. Um, all of which Spider-Man is going to have a presence. And yeah. he is the main presence here. Um, oh yeah that's right yeah so we're getting like a main spider-man ride and all of them are supposed to be connected through the mcu uh so like the spider-man ride also connects to like the ant-man and wasp experience slash dining area which we're kidding why the ant-man and the wasp i don't dining know area? because the other other parks sound so much cooler and like we get spider-man in this huge awesome facility and then also Ant-Man thing. And everyone's like, what? why? Because like uh, Paris is getting Iron Man and um, Doctor Strange. Okay. They're, yeah, they're getting the Goatee Brothers. Um, Beautiful. And Hong Kong is getting, um, I, don't, I don't remember right now. But also, oh no, sorry. Hong Kong is getting um, Ant-Man and Wasp. I'm sorry. We're getting Wakanda. That's amazing. Yeah. Okay. What? I forgot. I, you, I got okay. You up. completely messed that one up. Like, I very yeah, messed like, that one up. You I, went I'm from, now remembering. Yeah. You my went notes. from we get the shittiest one to we get the best yeah, one. So I mean, but later. So phase one is just the Spider-Man area. Phase two is the Wakanda experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. So many. They love their phases. I know. Well, I mean, I think they're now jumping on board of that because they're tired of like having to wait to release everything at once. Yeah. And also that means there, there's going to be constant delays. So every date they gave us, my my assumption now is just add six months, six to eight months to it. Yeah, that seems fair. And that's a that's a more accurate date. Yeah. I mean, because that happened with uh, like Star Wars Land too. Mm-hmm. It took forever for that to happen. Yeah, well, kind of everything since Cars. Yeah, that's true. Um, also, I didn't realize Disneyland hadn't had a new ride since Cars. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, mm-hmm. they hadn't done any, like they hadn't done any new development anywhere. Yeah, I know, but I I, I just saw that saw that fact and I'm like, oh wow, that is weird. How long has the cars ride been there? Two thousand eight. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been a while. Come so on. it took eleven years for something new. That's crazy. That's crazy. Hmm. Uh, so so getting getting to Disney Plus news because I have a lot to say. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah, let's, let's. Yeah. Let's start with Disney Plus because um, that was also the first day. So you were not in the panel. I unfortunately did not get. In, so they handled panels very poorly, in my opinion, this year. Yeah, you were um, saying because they had a reservation system. Did I talk about this last week? Uh, you and I talked about it, but I, I, it is it is an interesting topic. So why don't let's, okay, let's, let's I, dig I'll, into I'll it. Breeze through it real quick, <laughs> uh, as I say every time. <laughs> <clears throat> Disney decided that they instead of having the long lines that they do and people wait. I mean, it's Disney fans. Ugh. Disney fans know how to wait in lines. So it's thing they're best at. Yeah. Just off the bat. This is a bad idea to like, Oh, we're just not going to have you wait in lines. Um, they what, just, what will they do? Will they just like run around like 
chickens with their heads yeah, cut we, off. Yeah, we just, we just stood there. We just yeah. stood. We are like, I'm just, I don't know we, what I'm supposed to do. So I, I guess Excuse I'm just me, sir. Is nothing. there an orderly queue somewhere <laughs> yeah. I can stand in? Yeah, people would just stand in the middle of the aisle and people would stand behind them. It's like, oh, what are you in line for? Just, oh, just, just to be just, in line. Just to have. I feel safe here. I just feel very comfortable right now. Thank yeah. you. Um, they decided to do an online... Um, the, I mean, what's, what's the like a, like a digital queue? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like buying Comic Con tickets. It's yeah, a, it's a digital waiting room. Yeah, that, that's, like the, that's the, the term they love to throw out there. Um, they had that set up for every, um, not just panel, but panel talent and giveaways. Mm -hmm. They timed their giveaways, which I think like that's smart in one aspect, but also like that just means when people know when to like just hang around a booth. Yeah. So you just have a lot of unwanted traffic. Mm. Um, and so, so they had this, this online queue and the problem with it was they didn't limit how many things you could reserve. So basically if you got in and they were, uh, so like, um, the Pixar booth, they gave out the, the Lexo balls. Okay. Um, they gave them out kind of every three hours mm -hmm. and there was no limit to how many reservations you could sign up for. So people oh. could get a reservation for every time slot for every day of the Lexo ball. Oh, it's so like one person could just have like every spot. Yeah. And you could do that for everything. So every oh. talent, every panel, every giveaway, you could sign, you could realistic, realistically get a reservation. for. Yeah. It. So, I mean, it, it would be kind of like, I'm trying to think of like the Comic-Con equivalent. It'd be like the Comic-Con equivalent of you could buy passes for as many people as it's literally, you wanted. It's, it's as literally as an all access room. pass. Yeah. But you, I mean, you could only get it for, for you and one other person. Yeah. So that's, a lot. Yeah. And like I, for the people that did it, I don't, you know, I don't shame them for it. If I got in, I would do that. Yeah. It's just, it, it's a bad system. Yeah. It's one that is naturally geared towards exploitation. Mm -hmm. and, and I'm very much of the mindset. Like if you're waiting in line, no matter how early, like I don't get mad at people that get in line early because you are guaranteeing yourself a spot while declining yourself the service of actually being at a con. Right, yeah, we talked about that too. Where it's yeah. like if you go to Comic Con, you basically get to decide: do you want to be able to like be on the floor, move around, or are you foregoing that experience to get in line to then get the panel experience? Yeah. So I mean, I'm I'm very much in that kind of mindset where this pan or this con expo, whatever. Someone got mad at me for saying con. It's like it's an expo. It's like, con, con, con. Off. Yeah. Um. So th they also had three lines for every panel. So they had the reservation line, which wasn't the first one in, was also my like, what are you doing, then Disney? What was the first one in? There's a gold pass line. Oh, Jesus Christ. So people who were gold members of D23, um, they got to go in first, yeah. then the reservation, and then there was a standby queue next to that. Okay. Uh, and I'm like, then what was the point of the reservation system if gold got to go in first anyway? They, they should have said that first, so then gold members didn't need to get reservations. Yeah. Well, you know what? They have two years to figure out how to do it better next time. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> Your faith is shattered at this point. Mm -hmm. But okay, so you didn't make it into the Disney Plus mm -hmm. uh, for the aforementioned reasons. But, but they so much news came out of that. So much content. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Uh, we have, what, three months until the until the service opens. Yes, that's uh, right. November 12th. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if I told you, I, I have the service for us now. They had a three-year deal. I, uh, Jason and I were wondering if you had signed up for it oh, while you were down there. Oh, immediately. That was literally the first thing I did when I walked in. Yeah. Uh, it was $140 for three years, and it comes with Disney Plus, Hulu Plus, and ESPN Plus. Yeah. Which is 
Like, how could you not buy that? No, wait. Does Hulu Hulu Plus? So that is the commercial free version. <gasps> yeah, for a hundred like. A year of Hulu Plus is $140. Yeah. No, that's insane. Because like that was one thing I was a little bit skeptical about. I was like, if it's normal Hulu, I don't watch ads, damn it. I pay the extra money to not watch ads. Exactly. I barely ever even watch Hulu. <laughs> Doesn't matter. I don't want ads. Yeah. So I so it was a it was a deal only available at the con expo. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, of course everyone there bought it. Yeah, I mean, why wouldn't you? Yeah. Like, this is the most hardcore Disney fans possible. Mm -hmm. Clearly, they're going to do it. Uh, so, do you want to talk about the big things first, and then I'll just kind of speed read everything else? Um, yeah, let's do that. So, what, want to start with Marvel? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so on top of all the shows we already knew were coming, mm -hmm. they announced more. They announced three new shows. Right. So, we are also getting Moon Knight. Yep. Which I don't know much about. I've heard he's just kind of like any, like a fucked up Batman kind of esque. Yeah, I, I also don't know a lot about uh, She Hulk, which I'm really excited about. Which I feel like the only reason they're doing that is they didn't get the rights back from Netflix in time for Daredevil, because she's, I mean, she's also a lawyer in New York. She's, yeah, she works with Murdoch a lot in the comics. Yeah, I mean, it would be great if you could get that full synergy back, but mm -hmm. I, I think it's what five years so they can touch any of the. The Netflix properties? I think so. Yeah. So that probably won't happen. But like, I, I actually don't know that much about She-Hulk. Um, I just know that she is green. She's super strong. She's a lawyer. Yeah. She's pretty fucking cool. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm hoping this is Ally McBeal with superpowers. Yes. That's, that'd really, be that's basically what I want. Because mm -hmm. for some reason, I watched that show when I was a kid. Like, way before I should have. I was like way too young to really appreciate that. That's fine. It was good. Yeah. They had a co-ed bathroom. Like, this is awesome. Uh, so progressive. Um, no, I'm very excited for that. The one I'm most excited for, obviously, was Miss Marvel. Yes. Because I've talked at length about how much I love that character. I love those comics. Um, what was interesting, too, is that Feige said that we will also be seeing that character on the big screen as well. Yeah. Which I'm also happy about, because I was a little worried that they were going to, um, kind of relegate that property to Disney+. Plus. And not, not to say that Disney+, Plus is lesser content i think what we're getting is like really premier tv content mm -hmm. well yeah, i think they're just but, doing it smart where similar to netflix they're only doing 10 episodes per show i think some of them are less i think like uh i want to say loki is like six okay maybe. yeah so i mean like they're giving them the budget for the for the amount of content we're getting yeah um so like 10 episodes you can tell a great story in 10 episodes yeah and you can finish a story in 10 episodes. Like we, we don't need a season two for a lot of these things. And I, that's what I'm kind of excited about. It seems like they're really going for a uh, an event series model where they're just going to do one season of something and then that exists and it's great and it's done. Yeah. Which I'm very and then that, that makes it a lot easier for the MCU to just be like, oh, okay, so that is existing over here. So if we want to pull them in for like an episode or a cameo in a film, they're already they already exist. Yeah. Well, also, it also means no more fucking cliffhanger endings. Yeah. Which I, I, I want to get to on something very specific uh, and plugs at the end here. My frustration with that. But I know I like this method. Um, mm -hmm. So I'm very excited to see Miss Marvel. I'm very curious to see where she's going to pop up in big screen. I'm thinking maybe like maybe a Young Avengers movie. Maybe she'll be in Captain Marvel 2, um, which would kind of make sense because those two characters are inherently tied together. Right. Um, we got a little bit more details on some of the known properties, mm -hmm. known shows. So we did get confirmation that uh, Wyatt Russell is going to be U.S. agent. Yes. Oh, uh, I thought it was American Patriot. Or what was his name? Uh, he's Patriot. had a few of them. He had a, he's Super had a, Patriot. Super Patriot, yeah. So like he, um, I did a brief 
Wikipedia search on that character. I think he started out as a supervillain. Yes. And it ultimately, over time, he became a hero. Okay, well, in this, he is the villain. He's the villain, okay. Yes. Which makes sense. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that should be cool. I don't really know... Is that, is that Kurt Russell's son? Yes. Yeah. I, I was about to make the joke that we're getting Ego's other son in the franchise. Oh, my God. I bet he's handsome as fuck. Oh, he is. Uh, yeah, so we also got for Falcon and Winter Soldier. He's the main villain. I mean, to be honest, not as handsome as I thought he was going to be. Mm. He was, I mean, he's, he's very attractive in uh, 22 Jump Street. He's in 22 Jump Street? Yeah, he, he's the, um, I haven't seen he's the other football player. I actually haven't seen 22 Jump Street yet. Oh, uh, it's good. Yeah. Uh, we also got confirmation that Shannon Carter is going to be back for that series. Sharon Carter. What did I say? Shannon. Sharon. Sharon. Sharon Carter's back. Agent 13, Sharon Carter. Yes. Yeah, she's coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, That's and we, super awesome. I'm pumped. Yeah, we got the one that really threw me was the more deals we got on WandaVision. Yeah. There's some weird shit in there. So, I mean, this is all exciting stuff. I love a lot of these characters, but Kat Dennings as Darcy is back. Mm-hmm. Randall Park as Agent Jimmy Woo is I'm back. I'm so excited for that. I love him in those. I mean, I love him in general, but he's really good in uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah. Uh, we already knew that we were going to get a, 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 um, an adult version of Monica Rambeau, uh, played by Tana Paris. This was, for me, was the most exciting piece of casting, though. Catherine Hahn. Yeah. I love her so much. I think she is like one of the best actresses on the planet right now. And, and she was so there, incredibly right? funny. I, don't, I, th- I think so. I don't know. Um, but I guess she's the neighbor. Mm-hmm. And so what this is sounding like is they've described as like part sitcom, part epic. Yeah. So I think it seems like it's pulling a lot from the Tom King vision run where they've tried to like create a normal suburban life for themselves. Yeah, I've actually, I read the first couple issues of that. Is it's that good? very fun. Yeah, I need to start reading some of his stuff because I've heard mm-hmm. I've heard his Vision stuff is great. I've heard his Mr. Miracle stuff is great. Yeah, it, it's very much like Vision set in the 1950s. Yeah. Like, you know, post-World War II, America's great. The American dream. Yeah. He's got the White House with the white picket fence. He's got the wife robot, the two kid robots, and a dog robot. Oh my God, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. So fantastic. I mean, it's such a weird, different idea, but I'm excited about that. Like, I'm like that they're doing different things here. Yeah. And, and this is their space to just be weird. Yeah. And if you kind of feel like the stakes are a little bit lower, mm-hmm. um, you know, because it's not, they're not having to worry about putting out massive tentpole films. They're not having to worry about trying to, you know, make you know, as close to or more than a billion dollars they possibly can. They don't have to worry about uh, how big the opening weekend is. They don't even have to worry about each one of these things being that successful. Because, like, well, if one of them doesn't get as much viewership as something else, it seems like it's only one season, so let's move on to the next thing. Mm -hmm. And it'll be interesting to see if what their numbers will be and whether they release them or not. Because, like, Netflix famously generally doesn't put out a lot of their numbers. They will do, like, if something's really big, they'll mention it. So I'm very curious to see what sort of uh, viewing data transparency we're going to get out of Disney on these mm-hmm. shows. I, if we get anything, it'll probably be percentage and not a hard number. Yeah, because I don't think I don't think they want the competition to know like how many viewer like how many viewers they have. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's so it's just so fucking fascinating. Yeah. But my with all the stuff they announced, my question is like, where's this money coming from? Like, I know Disney has an infinite bank account. Yeah. Um, but the streaming service is $7 a month. And there's more content coming in the first year than, like, like just writing this. It took me probably 10 minutes just to write out everything that's coming. Yeah. Um, I mean, maybe they're, they just kind of see it as 
like a bit of a loss leader. It's like they don't really care how much money it makes off of the streaming service alone. It's more just perpetuating the brand in these stories. That's not Disney's way. I mean, clearly they have to have some sort of end game. Yeah. No pun intended on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have to have some kind of dark world. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a homecoming for all the characters, yes. all the properties you love so much. It truly much. is an infinity war. <laughs> there, there we go. We, we found it. <laughs> we nailed it. Volume two. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it really is Iron Man. <laughs> uh, oh, and so we have the... We didn't get a lot of information on Loki... No, we uh, just, yeah, no more than we already knew, I think. At this but the point. one that I'm most excited for is the What If series. Yeah, yeah. They, they confirmed uh, Captain Carter. Yeah, so, so the What If series, they confirmed it's going to be an, antholo- is it, is an anthology series where it's kind of one episode for every movie. Yeah. So it's, it's the, we talked about it before, the, the Futurama style yeah. of tale, Tales of Interest. Yes, thank you. With the thing longer. <laughs> yes. Um, That's what it would have been like if I had invented the thing longer. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's one episode uh, per movie of just like, what if it went a little differently? And the episode they confirmed is what if Peggy Carter got the super soldier serum instead of Steve. Instead of Steve. And he's in like a World War II era version of the Iron Man suit mm-hmm. instead. And then I think one of the other ones they announced was Marvel Zombies. Yes. Should be pretty good. Yeah, they, they didn't talk. They talked about that at Comic-Con. We didn't get a lot of information on that. Yeah. Here. And then, so you weren't there and I don't think they put out the video, but I also heard that maybe T'Challa is Star-Lord. Oh, that's interesting. Or someone else is Star-Lord. It was unclear who. Mm-hmm. Um, Wyatt Russell, Ego's son. Yeah, there we go. See, it's inevitable. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> or Carrie Russell. <gasps> Either. Yeah. Wait, is she a Russell? Yeah. Is she yeah. an actual Russell Russell? Yeah, she's his daughter. Is she? Yeah, they're step-siblings. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Wait, is Wyatt his kid with Goldie Hawn and Carrie's not? I, Are they, oh, I don't know that much. I don't know how, I don't know how this all works. Mm-hmm. Okay. When a man likes a woman... I, you've already lost me. I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> when a man has a lot of money. Okay, now, okay, got it. This all makes sense now. Sometimes they adopt. Okay, perfect. I understand mm-hmm. now. Um, no, but I mean, like, all the Marvel stuff seems pretty exciting, but I feel like that wasn't the most exciting thing, though. Oh, wait, which, which aspect of this do we want to talk about first? I mean, for me, it was Star Wars. I feel like you're going to talk about High School Musical or maybe, oh, no, I, I knew or we were maybe about Lizzie McGuire. <laughs> Lizzie McGuire, the like when that when when that tweet went out, yeah, uh, like the whole panel or not the panel, the whole floor just kind of stopped for a second. Like you could hear the whispers of like, did you hear, did you hear about Lizzie McGuire? Did you hear about Lizzie McGuire? It's Lizzie McGuire coming back. Lizzie McGuire's coming back, guys. Lizzie McGuire. This is not a drill. <laughs> Everyone on the floor. Like it almost it almost felt like they should have announced it over the speakers. Yes. Like ladies, because it was um the guy who voiced it's the voice of Disneyland, the guy that's all the announcements. Yeah. He was there. Uh, in person announcing all this stuff for the con. Yeah. And I would have loved for him to be like, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it has come to my attention that after a 12-year hiatus, Lizzie McGuire, this series, will be coming back to Disney Plus November 12th, 2019. And no standing on the ride. Yes. <laughs> Please keep your hands and feet inside the vehicle <laughs> at all times. Inside the Disney Plus at all times. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I never watched Lizzie McGuire. It was never my jam. I know for a lot of people, this is very exciting news. Yeah. It, like, the whole, like, I'm not joking, the whole floor... Like, just went crazy when yeah. that announcement came out. 
because is the one thing I thought I read, and maybe you can confirm this for me, was that so she's like a thirty year old now, mm-hmm. but she still is being like quote unquote like haunted by like the teenage version of herself. No, so <laughs> like like is I never watched the show. Isn't like the show like there's that animated version that's always like her inner monologue sort yes. of thing. And I heard that isn't I think that the the inner monologue is still a teenager. Is that right? It I don't think it's still a teenager. It's still there. Okay. I think that's what they're announcing. It she still has the kind of very condescending inner monologue. Oh, okay. Mhm. Uh but yeah, Hillary Duff is back. She's going to be uh, a young 30 something mm-hmm. trying to figure out life in New York. Mhm. Uh and I just there I cried more this weekend than I have in the past couple of years. Oh my god. Uh I'm so and, happy. And for this you. was one that almost brought me to tears was this news. Um <laughs> BS. Yes, everyone is very excited. Yeah. Um but going on to what we were initially going to talk about. It's actually exciting. Uh Star, Star Wars. Wars news. We'll, we'll do Mandalorian first. Yeah. That trailer. It's great. Oh my god. It mm-hmm. looks so good. They they announced a casting choice which had me scream with excitement. Ming Na Wen. No, IG Eleven. Oh, Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi. That was already announced. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, I had not been following any Mandalorian news. Okay, yeah, this. and also yeah, for people who are wondering, that is not IG eighty eight. It's different robots. IG Eleven, mm-hmm. which is actually part of the story, is he is a bounty hunter constantly confused to be IG eighty eight. That's funny. And he, so like he's very negative because he's tired of being compared to him. That's amazing. Yeah. And I oh love my God. that joke. It's so, I mean, that, that trailer looks fucking incredible. Mm-hmm. Like you, you don't really care for Rogue One. Not a huge fan. I really love that movie. Mm-hmm. I think it's been the best of the I do want, I do want to wave. rewatch it. It's not streaming anywhere at the moment. So I need no, to. No, of course not. Cause it's going to end up on, on this. Yeah. Uh, it's slow, but I think that finale, like for me, just really brings it all together. Mm-hmm. But you know, I, I think that movie it was what Star Wars stories should be going forward, much more so than Solo, which we've talked about how much of a mess that movie is. <laughs> but the Mandalorian trailer feels more in line with like a Rogue One, yes. which is doing a different story from anything else we've seen before, but setting it in a visual space that feels very familiar. Mm-hmm. And I think that's... Well, because it's supposed to be Tatooine, supposedly. Yeah. And that makes sense. Like, it totally makes sense they ended up back on Tatooine. Like, we get bounty hunters. We're getting Mandalorians, IG robots. Mm -hmm. Probably a hut in there somewhere. Uh, Maybe we'll get a reappearance of Watto. Who fucking knows? Hell yeah. I'm all for it. Watto and his kids. Yes. Where's that series? The Disney Plus, the Toydarians. Yes. (laughs) Doing the same style as the Osbournes. Just the tagline of the show is, my tricks don't work on me, only money. Yeah. It's very meta mm-hmm. for Disney as a corporation. Well, I feel like with that tagline, it would follow a lot more like a Jersey Shore kind of show. <gasps> oh, my God. Yes. yes. Okay. Or they're just all Snookies. <laughs> I am so down for a, a, a mockumentary series based on the Jersey Shore all about the family of Toydarians mm-hmm. that Wada lives with on Tatooine. Yeah. <laughs> they're just trying to get down to the pod races on the weekends. The kid's got a science project you waited at the last minute to do. What, what was the... Uh... Like the acronym from from Jersey Shore. Oh, GTL, uh, Jim yeah. Tan Laundry. Mm-hmm. What, would, what would it be for Tordarians? Uh, flap. Because <laughs> that's how they get around. They flap super hard. Yep. Uh, I'm going to go with flap crap nap. That's a good one. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, uh, FC, uh, FCN? FCN. Yeah. 
Yo, dude, it's all about that FCN, man. <laughs> I haven't got my flap in yet. Bro, bro, what have you been doing? Just tanning so much. Yeah, just napping <laughs> constantly. I'd watch it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, like, and they, of course, like the, I think the most exciting thing that they announced. Oh my God. This was another one. Like the floor erupted. Cause I mean, everyone who's not in the panel is like actively their like, phone. yeah, checking yeah. the news coming in. But, uh, no, we are of course talking about Ewan McGregor's return mm-hmm. as Obi-Wan Kenobi in a Kenobi series. That I, 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 I think I literally stopped in my, I yeah. stopped my tracks when I saw that news. It's, I mean, this is what we've been demanding for such a long time. We've talked, I think we did. We talk about this last week that like the, even we're the speculation on it alone yeah. was so exciting. But again, he's the best part of those movies. Mm-hmm. He's a, ama- he's just a great actor and he's so good, but this is a space that I think could be actually interesting. I think doing it as a series makes so much more sense. No. Yeah. And again, keep it a short series. We only need one season. Yeah. Just one. Um, Unless wait, it's really good, then I'm okay with the second season. Ha, wait, have, have I ever shared with you the, the theory my brother and I came up with about why he started calling himself Ben Kenobi? Mm-mm. Is that over time he just got so lonely that he went schizophrenic. And so Ben Kenobi is actually an entirely separate personality and he um, just has conversations with himself. That's good. I'm hoping that's what this show is. Because mm-hmm. like he also goes from being, you know, what, mid-30s Ewan McGregor to like 60s Alec Guinness in yeah. the span of like... 20 years. Yeah, 20 years. So, I mean, those are desert years, to be fair. But, like, something rough happens to him Yeah. in that time frame. Mm-hmm. There's got to be some, like, do you think they're going to introduce, like, an aging ray? I, I got to hope so. I feel like that. that's very, like, it, it's just outside of normal Star Wars, but also close enough to, like, they could definitely just yeah. expand it a little bit to fit that in. I mean, they have canonically introduced time travel into Star Wars at this yep. point. So, and to be fair, like, they did it in a mostly effective way Mm -hmm. it was a little weird still and oh i don't know how much you want me to talk about the star wars footage that i got to see i do i do want to talk about it because because i was like there was a moment the big moment got leaked i read an article that included that detail and then i i I don't want to talk about it we'll we'll talk about it when we get to the features that was the first time i cried yeah um we'll we'll talk about (laughs) it when we get to the the feature stuff what else we have uh for so so they announced that oh and then um well they there was a third oh um the the rogue one prequel series prequel over prequel yes um which i get i you know i like that character i like k2so Mm -hmm. um i just like alan tudyk Love Alan Tudyk, but I, you know, I re- I think we even talked about this last week. I really feel like this is the better place to take Star Wars. Is that world is so expansive, it gets more interesting when you go a little bit more niche. Mm-hmm. But to do that, you have to have a good platform for it. And I just, I don't think the movies are necessarily the best place to go for that because then you are forced to have this huge spectacle element. You're, you're bound to make a shitload of money and you're judged whether you do or not. But if we're able to go like these little pocket spaces, I think it's really good. I mean, a lot of the star Wars TV content is like some of the best star Wars stuff. I mean, Genji Tarkovsky's clone wars, yes. which I think is now considered technically non-canonical, mm-hmm. but it's amazing. And a lot of the, the CGI clone wars is also really oh, good. Uh, Rebels is really good. Getting another season of that. Yeah, exactly. That's coming out uh, in February. And the, the tease image they showed was Ahsoka teeing off against Darth Maul. Mm-hmm. Um, which again, I'm, I'm all there for. Yeah. Oh, I love Ahsoka so much. It's such a cool character. I, I honestly still have goosebumps from, from the Star Wars footage. 
Yeah, we'll, we'll talk. I know. I'm very jealous. You had to see the footage. We'll we'll talk about it. <laughs> the the room. I got I, I got to save it. I got to keep that bottled yeah. up for a minute. Uh, what else do we have? Let's burn through the rest of the the Disney Plus stuff that okay. I think you care about and I don't. So. Um. So the one thing that you don't that you don't care about that I really care about is the High School Musical show. Yep. Don't give two shits. I'll talk about it real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got to see the pilot. It's actually not bad. Now, isn't the idea? It's a it's unscripted, right? No, it's, it's it's a mockumentary. Okay. So the director came... So Corbin Blue moderated the panel. The director came out, and they're like, oh, yeah, our biggest influence on the show was The Office. Okay. I'm like, what? How? Uh, and I, they showed the episode, and I'm like, you see, it, it is a kid's version of The Office. Yeah. It's like if The Office happened in high school. And so it's a high school is putting on a production of High School Musical. Yes. So just follow me around this for a second, because it took me a minute to wrap my head around this until okay. I saw it. It's not the in-movie school. So it's not East High from the movie. Right. It's the location East High that they filmed. So it's like a middle earth. Okay. So it's, it's a world between the high school musical world and our world. Okay. Where the school that they physically filmed at in Salt Lake City, mm-hmm. that's the, the base location. And that school has never put on a stage production of the movie High School Musical. Okay. So... That that's where the that's where this movie exists. That's where the series exists. Okay, so it's a fictionalized version of the actual filming location yes. that acknowledges the film exists. It's kind of like uh, the Human Centipede Two. <laughs> sure. Which oh yeah yes that's exactly right yeah yes, that's exactly it's, it's, it. it's it's a it's a fictional world in which the former fictional movie already exists mm-hmm. and the there are now characters in that that are the actors from the other movie. Yes. So it's like. So I but, doubt, but I no, doubt, yeah, like we're probably not going to get like Zac Efron and yeah, Vanessa no, Hudgens. No, no uh, actors are coming back for this. Yeah. The whole new cast, they're actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. The kids are adorable. Um, they did a, they, they talk about it a lot. So I guess it, it must be real that um, all the singing is, is actually done live. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So in all the, all the recordings, all the music and singing is done they're live. They're doing Les Mis style? Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, and they're doing cats style. They're, they're all in cat suits. That's very weird. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're all in CGI suits. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to digitally put on clothes later. Yes. They could have just done it normally, but they wanted to experiment with the technology. Yeah. They really just wanted to flex their flex the muscles. Yeah. They wanted to have the kids be inconsistent size with the real world. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. The, the show, I mean, the first episode looks, looks pretty good. Like I'm, I'm down yeah. to watch it. Uh, I, I won't, force you to watch it or anything like that i definitely won't be mm-hmm. ain't got but time it for is that very cute okay what else uh okay so now now it's just like the speed read okay uh so we're getting an unscripted news show called muppets now which is in the similar vein of like space ghost comes out in 2020 okay uh the miss marvel series moon knight she hulk animated we're getting a forky asks a question series which is a short form show yeah which i think is like a parody of the hassan minaj series on netflix okay um, where Forky's, you know, Forky's like, he just answers a random question. Yeah. Um, it's amazing. Animated series Monsters at Work, which follows Monsters, Inc. shortly after the transition into comedy from... Oh, okay, from sure. Yeah. And it follows... A, six months after, it follows a, a person that works in that works in the building, but is not a scarer, whatever they're called Okay. Now, trying to work his way up there. And they announced that Kelly Marie Tran is going to be part of the franchise. Oh, nice. The documentary slash unscripted stuff is nuts. Um, the one we're very excited for, The World According to Jeff Goldblum. Yes. Uh, which is not a nature show, like we both 
thought it was going to be. Yeah. Or I don't, I don't know if he did. I thought it was a nature show. I, I thought it was basically Planet Earth, but with Jeff Goldblum That's exactly na- narrating. I I'd be so down for that. But instead, it feels a lot closer to like a Anthony Bourdain mm-hmm. kind of show where it's just like every episode is Jeff Goldblum focusing on a subject. And the one in the trailer is like, oh, I like tattoos. So we went to these famous tattoo parlors around the world and talked about, you know, how they're inspired by what they do, the the famous things they've tattooed on people, all this like... Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Um, so it really is just like following Jeff Goldblum on a daily basis. That's what I want in life. Exactly. All the time. Uh, there's a cooking show that I'm actually really excited for called Be Our Chef, uh, which is a bunch of chefs come together to try and make the next big dish for a Disney park. That's amazing. I'm so down. Okay, and then the films... <laughs> Uh, the Lady in the Tramp movie looks fine. The yeah. No, the, the Noel movie looks super cute. It does look cute. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's Anna Kendrick and Bill Hader are the son and daughter of Santa Claus uh, as Bill Hader's kind of working his way up to taking the place of his father. Uh, Billy Eichner's in it. Billy Eichner, I think, is the third son. Yeah, like the third sibling. He yeah. looks like he might be like the closest there is, like a villain in the thing. Mm-hmm. I love um, Billy Eichner. Uh, and then I'm just going to speed read this. Just tell me whenever you want me to stop. But I have the list of everything that's coming. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. All right. Okay. Everyone buckle down. Get ready for it. So starting with the films. Day one confirmed. 100 Mile Dalmatians, Bugs Life, Goofy Movie, Extreme Goofy Movie, Bambi, uh, Bao, Big Hero 6, Born in China, Cars, Fantasia, Finding Dory, Finding Nemo, Free Solo, Frozen, Fun and Fancy Free, Hercules, Haskell Musical 1, 2, and 3, uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, Inside Out, Iron Man, Lady in the Tramp, Leo and Stitch, Mary Poppins, Three Musketeers, Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas, Moana, Mickey's Christ, Twice Upon a Christmas, Monsters University, Pirates of the Caribbean 1, uh, Pixar Shorts Collection 1, Ratatouille, Remember the Titans, Rogue One, Star Wars Warrior, Sleeping Beauty, Snow White, Star Wars 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, and 8, Star Wars Clone Wars, The Animated Movie, Steamboat Willie, Good Dinosaur, Incredibles, Little Mermaid, Parent Trap, Original Parent Trap, 1991, Prince and the Pauper, Princess Diaries, Rocketeer, Sorcerer's Apprentice, The Animated Short, Sword in the Stone, Three Caballeros, Thor of the Dark World, Toy Story, Tron, Up, Wally, and Zootopia. I appreciate you did that in <laughs> alphabetical order. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's very important to me. Yeah. And more. That's just the stuff that we saw on screen. Yeah. But you wrote all that down from memory? No. Oh, okay. (laughs) Okay. I was like, damn, not only did you write it down from memory, but it was in alphabetical order. Yes. (laughs) Okay. So, So, I mean, it's it's crazy. Just, I mean, that's, that's just Disney plus. That's just archive content on Disney plus plus and all the, the earlier new stuff we were talking about as well. Everything I listed is day one, which is insane. Yeah. So November 12th, you can get all of that. And then a couple of the shows that we already just talked about. And at that point, the podcast will cease to exist because Cameron will not have time for it anymore. That's very true. Okay. Uh, are we ready to move on to the Disney Studios, the features announcements? Yes. This panel, I, I didn't expect to get in. And holy shit, am I glad I got into this panel. Because it might be the best thing I've ever seen at a convention. <laughs> I mean, because it's so dense. Like, it, it's like doing an entire weekend in Hall H in two hours. Yeah, exactly. And it, it still kind of blows my mind that they didn't break this up into more, like, to like be able to talk to people. Yeah. Cause it, it literally was, they would announce a movie, the cast would come out, they, they would wave. Sometimes we'd get a trailer, sometimes not. And then they'd walk off and the next person would come out for the next movie. Yeah. I get, it was literally just a showcase. Um, but still it was amazing. So, so we'll go in order of the panel. Okay. So when I walked in the star, the entirety of the star Wars cast was on stage. Yeah. Everyone was there, including Carrie Russell, mm-hmm. who's a new member for episode nine. Yes. 
Um, so she, I don't remember the name of her character, but she is a criminal uh, who's an old friend of Poe. So we know that she's going to be somehow part of that storyline. Okay. Um, they showed the new poster. Yeah. Have you seen it? I have, yeah. It's beautiful. They showed the animated version uh, at the convention. They gave us a poster. Oh, really? Yeah. That's awesome. Man, that thing is beautiful. And then they showed us the footage, which I'm not going to talk about. No, we, we can talk about it. I, I, I honestly don't want this bit to be spoiled. Well, the thing is, it already is. I know, but for the people that haven't looked it up, I don't want... Like, if, for people who aren't actively going out to look for it, I don't want this moment to be spoiled. Okay, I'm going to say, like, skip forward, like, a minute or two, because I, I do want to talk about this okay. specifically. So, three, two, one. Ray has a fucking double-sided, like, Darth Maul lightsaber. Yes. And it's fucking insane. She's in a dark cloak. It looked so cool. Yeah, I, I mean, it sounds fucking... I'm not joking. I cried the second yeah. I saw that. It sounds amazing. So, I, I had... I saw an article on Geek Tyrant that was basically like, oh, you know, trail like footage description. I'm like, well, okay, it's technically public release footage. So I don't really care if I see it or not. They'll probably put it in a future trailer, so I'm just going to read it what it was. Mm-hmm. And I read that, and I'm like, oh, I kind of wish I'd had a chance to just see it rather than read it. But I'm like, whatever. Like, I'm, My immediate thought was, I'm probably going to go somewhere else and get spoiled. I went from Geek Tyrant to io9. Like, the top article was... Footage from Star Wars at Disney at D23 reveals Ray in a black hood with a double bladed red lightsaber. I was like, well, that's, I'm so mad people that have well, that title. And that's like what I actually want to talk about. So not even so much what they like the footage itself, but the fact that like that is that should not be a headline. Not at all. That was like the theater screamed when we saw that. Yeah, that that was such a shock. And it's something. Yeah, it, it's. I, I'm happy I saw it, but at the same time, I kind of wish I didn't see that. Yeah. I'd love for that to just be, like, something to experience in the middle of the movie. And so now, like, all these questions are like, is it time travel? Is that why the Emperor's back? Because we know it's canonical. Yeah. Is Darth Maul back again? Is it actually his lightsaber? No. So it's a cool, different kind of lightsaber. So it, it's a normal one-sided... It was kind of like her holding two blades forward. And okay. she clicked it. She kind of swiped it down, and so one lightsaber snapped down oh, okay. to make a double-sided lightsaber. Okay, that's pretty and cool. And it looked so sick. Like, I, I wish I could just explain the feelings that I have, but yeah. I don't have words for them. Yeah. No, I mean, it sounds super cool. Like, I mean, did it... I mean, that... My one worry is because that sounds like such a cool moment, is this potentially an indication of this movie just being, like, real hardcore fan service Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But, I mean, they saw how well it worked with Endgame. If they're going to be fan service I think they might know better how to handle it. And they've also maybe hopefully learned from Solo on how not to do fan service. I, I, look, I am excited for this movie. Mm-hmm. I'm not, like, crazy, crazy excited about it, though. And I think part of it is this movie now... Like with this footage, it's helped kind of like bring back some excitement about it, but it basically exists. It like doesn't exist essentially. Mm-hmm. Like it's so locked down. Everything is so secretive. We, no one's talking about it. There's no footage. There's no photos. There's no anything to the point where it's kind of hard to get excited about it because it just doesn't exist in the zeitgeist. Right. I mean, part of it too is that Star Wars has been 
essentially like replaced in popularity, I would say, by Marvel. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's not like we're like, oh, right, yeah, there's a Star Wars movie coming up. Because it's not like you see anything for it anyway. Well, I, I think we're still a little too far out for it. Because it's not until December. Well, yeah, but like, I mean, even just remember. Fucking, it's September next weekend. I know, but I also just remember so we didn't get a trailer for Solo until less than 100 days before the well, film. Right, but that's probably because that movie was a fucking mess. Yes. But what I'm saying is that I think part of the problem is they are now become so secretive about it mm-hmm. that it, the film doesn't exist in pop culture awareness because there's nothing. I, and, I, 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 I will stand, but I think we'll get an explosion around October. Yep. I mean, we probably will. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure the closer we get, the more excited I will be. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, I assume we're So the next big Disney film is Maleficent. I assume we're going to get a second trailer in front of that. Probably. And that'll be, we'll get that. And then we'll get, uh, like a TV spot early November. Yeah. And, and the thing is, is that I prefer to know less going in. Like, I don't even like to talk about rumors and like that because I just don't want to know. Mm-hmm. So like that is counter to what I'm also saying about, I want it to kind of exist in some sort of space somewhere. Yeah. But it just, I mean, just think about the, the advertising for, for force awakens. They, I feel like they gave us just enough stuff where people could, they gave us enough material where people could cut up the trailers realistically and kind of build their own movie. Yeah. But I think not part to mention that I worked on the advertising. For of course, Force Awakens, yes. But that that's beyond the point. But I I think partly too with the Force Awakens is the existence of that movie was so huge. Mm-hmm. Like no one thought Star Wars was going to be coming back. All of a sudden, it's coming back. It's the original cast. So like people were excited about the fact that movie existed. Like it's just the fact that it existed was enough to keep people talking about it. And I feel like. I think they've burned some goodwill with the last two films. That mm. in combination of being so locked down on this means that it's not something people really are talking about. And I kind of wish they were talking about. I, I wish it felt a bit more eventized than it does. And mm. I think that partly comes down to too much Star Wars in theaters the last few years. A lot of it not being particularly good. Mm-hmm. And then this being overly secretive. Yes. I mean... Chris, we do have a podcast. We we can talk about it more if you want. <laughs> there's nothing to talk about. Like there's something to talk about now, but it's like there's nothing to mm-hmm. talk about. And like, other than just it, it will be, it will exist. And, but anyway, so like, yeah. I mean, yes. that footage sounded amazing. It it like it. I, I I have no words for what it was, and I am a man of a lot of words. The, very very true. Mm-hmm. Proven especially today. Yes. Uh, okay, so that was Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, so next we had the Marvel set up yeah which marvel didn't have a big presence because they announced so much at comic-con well and they um, announced so much at D- disney plus stuff too yeah so a lot of people were like kind of angry at the marvel section and i'm like why no we still happy. got cool stuff uh i think the biggest disappointment which was still cool was ryan coogler came out yeah um and they gave us a date a, sol- a solidified date for black panther 2 mm-hmm. um which is May 6, 2022. Yeah. So we got a while. Uh, but then uh, him and Feige had this whole thing set up of like, so Ryan, can you tell us anything about this film? You go, no. It's like, what about like a villain? Can you give us a villain? It's, no. It's like, can you give us like a filming location? Like where, like, where's this movie going to take place? I don't know. It's like, all right, everyone give it a hand for Ryan Coogler. Thanks for coming out. Thanks for the release date. Oh no. He's like, can you give us the, the real title? He goes, no. It's like, all right. Thanks for coming out, Ryan. And was that was it, the whole bit. What's the whole point of that? It's dumb. Yeah, exactly. It's really dumb. Mm-hmm. 
I feel like that was one where like they invited everyone out and Ryan's like, Hey, can I get a free trip to Disneyland? Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, guys, mm-hmm. don't forget about me. Or so I had two thoughts about that. It was either that was already planned or they were going to talk about something Spider-Man there. Um, and they now oh. couldn't because the deal was announced. Um, because it was it was just the bit was just long enough where they could have had like a real announcement. Yeah. Um, but not long enough where they could have like shown a trailer for something. Oh, interesting. And Tom Holland was already there for another movie. Yeah, very possible. Mm-hmm. Very very possible. I mean, obviously excited about this. Love Black Panther. Yeah. Definitely want more. Mm-hmm. Um, because they announced that they gave us the first look at the Eternals. Uh, yeah, so, so we saw the cast at Comic-Con, the cast came back out for D23, uh, and they announced two more characters, uh, I don't remember the first person they announced, but the second was Kit Harington is a non-Eternal. Yeah. So a lot of people are thinking he's either the villain or the love interest. Uh, well, he's been confirmed to play the Black Knight. Is that a villain or a love interest? He's a superhero. He's a hero. Or option three. Or option three. He's a hero, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think he actually is, well, but uh, the weird thing is he's a, that character I think was a love interest for Cersei. Yes. Who's in the movie. Yeah. And that's Angelina Jolie's character. Yes. Mm, interesting. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, what I thought was very funny about, again, this is one where the cast, the, the whole segment was three minutes. Mm-hmm. They s- said the movie's coming back out. They had the cast come out. They showed them in their costumes on the big screen. Yeah. And then that was it. And then the cast walked off. Hey. Like, Kumel was on stage for two minutes. Looks good. Looks great. Looking real fit. Oh, yeah. He's getting in shape. Yeah. Uh, What I thought was was funny about this whole thing, though, is uh, Rob Stark is in it. I don't remember. uh, Something Mason Madsen. Richard Madden. Richard Madden. Mm -hmm. I was going to get there. Yeah, no, you weren't. Um, who, Who played Prince Charming in the Cinderella film. Yeah. Uh, when he walked on stage, there were audible chants for King of the North. And I really appreciated that. Aw. Aw. It's like, oh, even at a Disney convention, no one remembers your role as a prince. Yeah. Well, I mean, that kind of went under the radar. Yeah. It's one of the best ones, though. It's really good. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, they, yeah, they did that with the Eternals. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we got a Black Widow trailer. Oh, you did? We did. Oh, how did it look? Really good. Yeah. Uh, so, from what I heard, it's an extended version of what they showed at Comic-Con. Okay. Um, the cast wasn't there cause they're still in the middle of filming. They're filming in London. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we got maybe like a two and a half minute trailer. Looked great. That's awesome. Um, David Harbour. Oh, love David Harbour. Uh, I think is her dad. He has a Russian accent and I don't think it's very good, okay. but maybe it was just the, the clips they pulled. He, yeah. he didn't talk a lot. It was just kind of sound bites from him. Um, but it, it's kind of, honestly, it's kind of like Hobbs and Shaw. Where Natasha comes from a crime family, you know, they're the professional assassins. Yeah. And so she goes back to Budapest where her sister is uh, and her sister and dad are like caught in the middle of this big con. And so she has to help them do something. Okay. And I'm like, oh, so it's just Hobbs and Shaw. I mean, I'm sure it'll be better than Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> Impossible. That movie is perfect. Oh, God. Um, yeah, it looks great. Um, I think she, she's in a white suit this time, right? Like a like a white widow suit. No, that's her sister. Oh, the, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, who I don't remember the actress. Wait, is that um, Florence Pugh? Is that the sister? Uh, I think so. Okay. Um, okay, so they showed that trailer. What else mm-hmm. did they show? That was it. 
Well, no, I meant what else oh. did they show? At the, <laughs> there's okay. a two-hour panel. They showed other things. <laughs> no, that was it. Uh, so we'll do live action next. Okay. Because um, that was probably the coolest part. They started the live action, Disney live action start set of the panel. And it started off with The Rock coming out. Oh, that's right. On a Jungle Cruise boat. Oh, my God. Dressed in full skipper attire. Yeah. Uh, and th- this was like a pretty funny segment. Mm-hmm. So he came out first talking about how like raw and gritty and action packed this film is. And they showed a trailer. Okay. Which focused solely around him. Uh, Emily Blunt was in it for maybe a couple scenes. She was very much shown as like the sidekick and lesser character. Mm-hmm. And even the titles, they show like The Rock's name in big, bold letters. And then Emma, Emily Blunt's name in like tiny letters. And then, you know, The Jungle Cruise. Yeah. And then Emily Blunt comes out on a uh, kind of like an, like the Indiana Jones car. Okay. Um, comes out a in A jeep? Some would call it that. But <laughs> others would refer to it by its proper name. <laughs> The Indiana Jones car. Okay. Um, and she's like, that's not the movie that we made. That's that's the wrong movie. So play the right trailer. Essentially, they played a second trailer, which focused solely on Emily Blunt's character. That's really clever. And made The Rock look like the side character, just like the, the dumb muscle head. Yeah. Um, who couldn't get anything done, and she had to save him from all these things. Yeah. And they did the same joke, but flipped. Her name was in big, bold letters, and his was small. That is actually very clever. Um, and then they kind of had this like, very staged argument going on. Um, but it was still very fun. It was very fun to see The Rock kind of lose to someone mm-hmm. finally. Because um, he's like, you mean nothing to me. Like, I was a demigod in a Disney film. What were you? She's like, oh, that's cute. You did animated magic. How quaint. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the, the group just erupted. <laughs> I mean, I could see them having really good. They were very cute Really together. good chemistry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I can see them having a fun tete-a-tete. Yes. Uh, so then... Did the movie look good? It looks really good. Yeah. So it's a weird combination. They said it's... it's So in a similar vein to like Pirates of the Caribbean, um, they could only pull so much from the ride because there's not a lot. Yeah. They, there is a backside of water joke in the movie. I was like, please tell me there are dad jokes. If there, there are no... There weren't, di- there weren't as many puns as I was hoping in the trailer. Okay. Um, but his character... So The Rock's character is... Um, a guy that works on a boat in the Amazon that does kind of under the table tours. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm sure we, like the opening of the movie, I'm sure will be very dry dad jokes. Please. That's Mm -hmm. all I want in my life. That's one of the reasons why I love that ride so much is that I am a sucker for a good dad joke. Yeah. Uh, I'm a bigger sucker for an entire ride full of them. So it feels like it's kind of a mix of like Indiana Jones, the new Jumanji movie, a little bit of like the mummy in there. Okay. Um, and then kind of like a, a dash of um, Pirates of the Caribbean. I'm all for it. Yeah. So I'm, for I'm it. very excited. Yeah. What I'm more excited for is they're probably going to do the same kind of promotion they did for Pirates, where I don't think they can get The Rock because he's a little too easily distinguishable. But I bet we will have Emily Blunt act as a skipper on the ride at some point to promote the movie. Yeah, probably. Mm hmm. You're going to be at Disneyland nonstop, every, aren't you? You're, every day. Yeah, every day. Every day. Just trying to make that <laughs> I happen. Will, I will ride that ride every day. Do you ride it to death until it happens? Yes. Uh, no, I mean, I, that is something I'm excited about. I didn't see, obviously, they haven't released any of this sort of footage, but I know they did uh, Mulan stuff too, right? So, yeah. So then we had some Mulan footage. Uh, so they showed us the matchmaking scene at the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is very cute. It, it, it's a weird blend. 
of like American family comedy with kind of action direction done in a very Chinese style. Okay. Do you think it works? Sometimes. Okay. Interesting. I'm on Obviously this movie is, I think what'll make or break it is the action scenes. Yeah. Uh, from the, the little bits they showed, they look great. Um, but it, it does feel very young. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the final thing they showed us was the Cruella photo. Yeah, that first look photo looks amazing. It looks, it's just so weird. Like this whole punk rock thing going on. Mm-hmm. Horace and Jasper are there. She has Dalmatians. I'm very confused. Yes. So it's a Cruella origin story uh, where Emma Stone plays Cruella and it's set in 1970s London. That's all the information they gave us, and that's all we needed, because that sounds amazing. It's so fucking weird. Uh, I don't, uh, it's uh, it's going to be interesting, certainly. Yes. Yeah, so all we know is they started filming, so they haven't said anything else. Yeah, it's 1970s London. Yes. Okay, that's also weird. Yeah, so like right at the birth of rock and roll. Yeah, I mean, I like that it's they've picked a very specific period. I think that'll be kind of fun. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's not... I, mean, I guess it would be weird if it to be like an actual like prequel set up for the original cartoon. Cause I think that was set in, what, the early... Well, yeah, I mean, the film came out in 62. Yeah. 63. 63. Yeah, yeah, I think we're better off doing... No, sorry, 61, because 63 was Sword in the Stone. Okay, I'm very glad glad you corrected yourself, because no one else is going to. Um, No, I mean, I'm glad they did, like, the 70s. I think that's more fun than, like, 1950s, like, post-World War II-era London. I think that's probably a better choice on their part. Yeah. So. And they kind of, in the 70s, you have a little wiggle room for costume design. Yeah. Because there's no, like, iconic look of London 70s. Like, yeah, that's true. The punk world. Yeah, that's a good point. And so. 80s has, like, a very distinct look. Yeah, and so did the 60s. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, it could be, uh, who knows? That would be kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'll speed through this part. The last part, part was the Disney animated panel. Uh, they talked about two movies. Oh, sorry. There's one other one. Sorry. I forgot about Pixar. <laughs> we got to Pixar first. Uh, Pixar, there's two Pixar movies coming out next year. So it's Onward, yes, which is the one we already got the the trailer for of like the the magical worlds that's grown up into like reality with like yeah, the, the trash Earth, can unicorns. Yeah, Middle Earth today. Yeah, uh, looks amazing. Mm-hmm. They they showed us some some extended scenes. It looks very cute. Okay. Um, we now know the real plot of the film, uh, which is their quest. Uh, Tom Holland's character has the ability of magic. Okay. When in the society where magic has completely died to technology. Mm-hmm. Um, and their dad passed a long time ago, but left them a spell when they were 16. They could perform together to bring him back for one day. Jesus fucking Christ. What? Stop manipulating our emotions. Yes. You assholes. Oh, oh just wait. So the spell, uh. the spell backfires halfway. So they only resurrect him from the waist up or from the waist down. Uh, yeah, it, get, it gets weird. Uh, and so the quest they're on is they have to find another gym uh, to replace the one in the sta- in the magic staff yeah. in order to finish the spell. And they only have 24 hours to get it to oh, see their dad. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Looks amazing. I'm, Tom I'm Holland just... and Chris Pratt came out. I felt a little bad for Chris Pratt because everyone was just screaming for Tom Holland. Understandably so. And he's like... Seeing like Chris Pratt is no longer like the star child of Disney. Yeah, because you're up against Tom Holland. I know. Who's but adorable AF. You could just kind of see him like like the last time he was on stage at Disney, like everyone was screaming for him. 
Yeah. And now he's already the second character. Well, but he's, you know, he's the worst of the Chris's anyways. I know. So. Uh, but like he, at the beginning of the panel, he was asked a question he was trying to answer. And people were still screaming for Tom Holland while he's talking. Uh, and like mid sentence, he's like, yeah, let's give it up one more time for Tom Holland. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Chris. Play to your crowd, man. Yeah. Play to your crowd. Uh, yeah, it looks amazing. And then the other film is a very weird premise. Is this Soul? It's called Soul. Yeah. Amazing cast. So it's Jamie Foxx, Tina Fey, David Diggs, and Questlove. Damn, yeah. Um, it's about uh, Jamie Foxx is a middle school band teacher whose dream is to play in a big uh, jazz club as a pianist um, when right before his concert he dies. Oh, my gosh. Uh, and his soul is transferred back to kind of the the place beyond the stars where all souls gain their, like, traits. Okay. Um, and his soul still has the memories of Earth. So he's trying to get back to Earth as fast as possible to inhabit a body that can play that performance. Oh, my God. It's, it's, a, a weird, it's, it's kind of like taking Inside Out one step further. Yeah, it's like a bit of Inside Out, a bit of Coco. Yeah, it's very metaphysical. It's all emotional manipulation. <laughs> yes. And I don't... Think I want it anymore. Yeah. So Tina Fey plays the, the the secondary character who's a soul that's been on this kind of planet for years and years because she thinks the human world is a waste of time. So she's going to stay here. That, she's not wrong. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, there were three standing ovations during this panel. Uh, who do you think they were for? Uh, well, Tina Fey. Yes. Um, Questlove? No, unfortunately not. Few digs? Mm-mm. No, sorry, not not this one specific. Just in in the entirety. Oh, of, for of the this. entire Pixar thing. No, for the entirety of this panel, for all of studios. Jesus Christ. Okay, so so one of the like so all this stuff. One of the standing ovations was for Tina Fey. Isn't that awesome? That's fucking beautiful. Um, I'm assuming one of them was for the Star Wars trailer footage. Everyone got episode clapping heavy. Uh, you're just, I don't just have to Okay. The Rock got a standing ovation. That makes sense. I'm a little sad Emily Blunt didn't. Yeah. But I mean, she, but she kind of came out right at the end of the trailer. So there was like a big, okay. Like, yeah. And Emily Blunt is here. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, so The Rock, the Tina Rock Fey. Got one, Tina Fey got one and Tom Holland got one. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. Everyone loves Tom Holland. Exactly. I love Tom Holland. Um, yeah. So Soul looks great. Mm-hmm. Uh, looks very weird. Uh, and then finally the Disney animated panel. We got uh, a lot of new content from Frozen 2. The cast came and sang us a song, and it was very sweet. Aww. Uh, and then we got a look at the new movie called Raya the Last Dragon, mm-hmm. which looks sick. So it's written by, by the person that wrote Crazy Rich Asians. Uh, it takes place in Southeast Asia on a fictional island. Uh, the protagonist, Raya, is a super badass warrior woman mm-hmm. uh, who's on the hunt for the last dragon to save... Uh, kind of her vi- so there's like five tribes on this island and they're all kind of at war with each other and so she needs the last dragon to kind of bring peace back okay um yeah i, I saw the like the one piece of concept art they released and from what little i know it, it seemed like there might have been kind of that sort of miyazaki sort of magical yeah it, it feels a little world. miyazaki it feels a little like kung fu panda it, it okay it, because they showed the other tribes, and they're not all human. Oh, interesting. Uh, okay. And so it, it feels like we're seeing other Asian folklore come out, and that's cool. Yeah. Because it's not like so the dra- we see the dragon. The dragon mm-hmm. is voiced by Aquafina. Oh it's fucking awesome. God, yes, that's fan. But that was somewhere between fantastic and fabulous. Yes, it's fabulous. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but even the look of the dragon, it's not a Chinese style dragon. It's not a Japanese style dragon. It looks very unique. Okay. Uh, so it's like a water spirit dragon. That sounds cool. It's very cool. Uh, so we saw a little bit of footage for that and it looked beautiful. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that, that was kind of that panel. So Aquafina came out for that. So just, just of all, so that was two hours. Yeah. And that was what? 25 people came out. That's insane. I just want to know what the green room was like. Oh, just like the coolest place on the planet. Yeah. I heard, uh, I heard from people that were doing all the interviews that, um, not only did they have, they had a whole wing of the convention center blocked off just for green rooms. Yeah. But also next to that for their 20 minute appearance, they had like a dozen, uh, trailers in the back. For like the biggest name people. Oh, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Which is so absurd. Yeah, I mean, so because uh, the Rock like, was there for at maybe an hour tops. Yeah, well, think about the number of people you have in the course of that tour panel that are headliners themselves. So The Rock, Emily Blunt, Tom Holland, Chris Pratt, mm-hmm. Angelina Jolie, Tina Fey, Tina Fey. Um, Julia, Julia Louis-Dreyfus came out. She did. Oh, right. Cause she's the mom. She's and, the mom. Yeah. And, so yeah. Like, yeah. And, and then, you know, a lot of the people that are still re- like tangential, to all this are still pretty famous yeah. on their own. Aquafina. Too. Yeah. Um, the entire star Wars cast, the entire cast of fucking <laughs> yeah. star Wars, Mark Hamill, Carrie, uh, Carrie Russell, um, Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac. <laughs> yeah. And that was just, that, was just that one panel. Like that yeah. didn't include Ewan McGregor that was out yesterday. Oh my God. Yeah, of or, course. Or, uh, you know, the Mandalorian cast and the, yeah. ca- and the, uh, yeah, Pedro Andor. Pascal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Corbin blue from high school. Oh Musical my God. Band. He had the biggest trailer of them all. <laughs> yeah. It was just a basketball court. Actually, he had that wing, that whole wing yeah. of the convention center was just for him. Yeah. I and think Angelina Jolie was having to share a trailer with the rock, mm-hmm. but it's fine. They have, they go way back. Quest love. Old yeah. friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I mean that, like, oh that gosh. sounds absolutely insane. Mm-hmm. Like I, I can't, I can't even imagine just like the onslaught of just like joy and emotion that must've come with being there for those two yeah, hours. I, I was so exhausted after that panel. Yeah, I believe it. Oh, uh, how, how hard did you woo? So hard. Did you like I cried three times in this panel? Did you clap your hands raw? I did. Like, <laughs> I have blisters, Chris <laughs> blisters. <laughs> Uh, and then they gave us a poster for Star Wars, Frozen, and Onward, which oh my are God. just beautiful. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we walk out of the panel. Everyone's just in a daze. Yeah. Uh, it was the most magical thing I've ever experienced at a convention. Yeah, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. And then the uh, the park stuff was today, yeah, right? Yeah. So we, we were recording this mere minutes after the park panel ended. Yeah. I was live streaming it because I was not at the convention today, unfortunately. There's not a lot that I think most people would care about. So I'll just hit kind of the, the big thing. Uh, and the thing that I think you want to talk about uh, is, oh no, I want to talk about one dumb thing that they announced. Okay. Is Disney's teaming up with Target uh, and they're going to build Disney stores inside Targets across the nation. <laughs> and to and to announce this, not only did they have this like big grand thing to announce, uh, the guest they brought out to help announce it was the dog like spot yeah they brought out the oh my <laughs> oh my god yeah and like people it was very scattered applause it's like oh uh, okay yeah uh because yeah it was, it was very much like 
Is that, I don't know why the dog's still alive. The dog? Well, it's, it's not. That's a, yeah, that's, that's very a, much a separate dog. It's a different dog, yeah. yeah. They, 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 they consider making a whole TV program about replacing the spot dog. They realized it might be a bit depressing, so they mm-hmm. didn't do it. Um, so yeah, also, was, I would love to see the video of someone trying to like paint the bullseye on that dog's face. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's, it's probably the people that like have to do the haircuts because they know how to carefully work around moving dogs. Yeah, but like you had, like a haircut, you have a little bit of room for flexibility. Like that is a very precise circle they're drawing. Mm-hmm. Do you think they knock that dog out? Probably just give it peanut butter. But that one works. Then like the mouth is moving up and down. Like that head's got to be still. You 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 give it the spoon and you hold its nose. So they have to use the bottom jaw. That still sounds terrible. Yeah. I imagine there's, in my mind, there's no way to face paint a dog without it being an unpleasant experience. Do you think they're just auditions? I I bet they just find another dog that has the spot. A a dog with a naturally occurring red bullseye on its face? Oh, no, it's not red. It's still, it's black. What? Yeah. No. Yes. The the dog, the, what? No. (laughs) The, The one in the commercials is a fake spot. The actual like mascot of Target is just a dog that has a spot over its eye. Are you, really? Yeah. I, mean, I, I don't know why I'm doubting you. You actually saw the fucking dog <laughs> yesterday in person. Mm-hmm. But like, I thought I could have sworn like the Target dog actually had like the like they've they have like in TV, like commercials a dog with red circles painted around its face. If if that is and that that is painted, but the the mascot that they brought out was just a dog that had a black spot over its eye. I'm looking. I am looking this up. Okay. I'm I am convinced there is somewhere out there. Uh, yeah, right here, right fucking here. Again, great great uh, video work here on this mm-hmm. audio medium. But look at all these photos of this dog with the red bullseye painted over its face. Someone had to paint that fucking dog. Yes, but I guess they didn't paint it for this for the panel then. Okay, well, I mean, I guess that was kind, but like someone had to do this, and I want to know how you face paint a dog. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I mean, you can train a dog very well. Yeah, but like to sit there while you like paint its face. Yeah, it's not close enough to the eye where they're well, gonna. No, like... but like again, like that's a very precise. No, just kidding. It's over the eyeball. It's over the eyeball. It's very precise circles, like. It's a stencil for sure. This is just spray paint. Yeah. Peta. I, w- I want to know if if some weird coincidence out there that one of our listeners knows how they paint the dog for Target, please write to us and tell me how it's done. Yeah. I am now fascinated by this. I'm gonna spend the rest of my day going down this Wikipedia hole. Uh, okay. What did they announce for the parks though? Okay. Uh, a lot of new rides. They announced a um. A Mary, a Mary Poppins experience at Epcot. Uh, Interesting. Yeah, so you can walk through Cherry Tree, tra- Cherry Tree Lane. Uh, and to announce this, they had a much better guest come out for this. Uh, they had Dick Van Dyke come out to announce it. Okay, I was about to say Lin-Manuel Miranda. No. Yeah. Emily Blunt came back. Hey, that we love her. Cool. Yeah. I uh, know Dick Van Dyke came out to announce that. It's Ben Wishaw. Yeah. Um, they announced a lot of the Marvel Land stuff. A lot of new stuff is coming to Epcot. There's a Moana experience coming out. I'm super pumped for. Oh, cool. A Guardians uh, attraction. At Epcot? Yes. How were they able to get away with that? I thought they couldn't do any Marvel stuff east of the Mississippi. I also thought that. I, I don't know either. Hmm. Um, maybe it was just specific characters. But I also thought uh, it was just all Marvel. Yeah, I don't know. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool. Um, yeah, well, I was going to look cool. Maybe they just paid... Universal shit ton of money for it. Yeah, they can. Um, yeah, a lot of cool stuff's coming to Hong Kong. Zootopia is coming to Shanghai. Uh, but the stuff that's super interesting, in my opinion, is the Star Wars Hotel. 
Yeah, because it's like a cruise. Yes, it's basically. called Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. Yeah. And when it was announced in 2017, they said it's a fully immersive hotel. So they have a private shuttle pick you up from the airport, bring you to the hotel, and then a private shuttle take you from the hotel to the Star Wars section of the park. Yeah. So it's a full Star Wars immersive experience. Uh, but now we got more information. It is treated like a cruise. So it's a two-day experience. So they've limited how long you can stay in the hotel. It's a two-day experience. Again, you're still shuttled from the hotel, from the airport to the hotel. And then once you're there, you kind of stay in the hotel. Yeah. Um, so they, there's a lot of cruise-like activities. Um, there's lightsaber training, which looks super cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but also the full hotel is at your disposal. So they like encourage you to sneak around and try and find new areas. Um, like the, the basement area is supposed to be like the rebel hideout. Do they have a, uh, like a quarter you walk into and a bunch of stormtroopers shoot you yeah. <laughs> surprising them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But none of them hit of, you. You just walk into the room like, why is there bits of protocol right over the floor? Oh fuck. Yeah. Well, I mean, that, that <laughs> actually, miss? That was, that'd be very funny as if you walk in and they start shooting and just can't hit you. <laughs> <They> can't. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, cause also, um, when this podcast comes out that this Friday, uh, Star Wars Land will open at World. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks the exact same. Yep, exact same. There's a little bit of dis- like color difference, but that's, yeah. that's kind of it. I, I'm going to be honest. This cruise thing sounds terrible. I think it's... Well, cause your, your complaint is the windows. Like, I really enjoy natural light. Yes, uh, but I don't, and that's what's great about it. I guess that's, I guess I that's fine, it. but like that, that idea sounds terrible to me. It's like it's It sounds like prison it's just like you show up and or they, they, like they, a casino they throw you into a windowless van and they drive you to like it, it doesn't even sound like a hotel it it's like to me it sounds like you're stuck in like the building that houses a ride for two days straight it's a two-day queue like it just honestly like it sounds it'll, you say things like oh they have like a lightsaber training would you want to do lightsaber training with a bunch of kids? Yes. No, that'd be terrible. Because I'd beat them. Well, okay, that's your own weird shit that you have to sort through. But it's like... <laughs> I the, must be the best, It's Chris. not like, you know, it's going to be any sort of, like, cool instructive training. It's like, okay, now, like, here's this stance you take and wiggle the lightsaber around a little bit. It's be a bunch of kids, like, thwacking no, each other. No, so with, like, the images they showed, it's not like... It's not like that. It's like a game. So there's the the droid that uh, that's in New Hope that kind of flies around Anakin that he has to block the blasters yeah. from. So that so you're kind of in like a VR room and there's droids that circle you and you have to block their blasters. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sure. I'm excited. I just I want to know where the alien orgy room is. That's what I would go hunting for. That's below the basement. That's okay. the sub basement. I will find it. I will find it down yeah. there. Um. Just the cast member yiff closet. I'll find it somewhere. Yeah, uh, yeah. But I mean, speaking of cast members, my my thing is like, this is a two day fully immersive experience, and cast members have to be on the whole time. Like there are some that are in costume, which I'm sure get to go and take it off and you know get replaced in shifts. But I'm sure there's face characters that like have to stay there for like the full two day shift. Yeah, that's crazy. That sounds. It all. It all sounds terrible. I have no interest in it whatsoever. I want. I want to do it once. Okay, you go do it. I'll get to experience it via your Instagram. Mm-hmm. That'll oh, be yeah. enough for me. Yes, I'm pumped. Uh-huh. Uh huh. That, that that was kind of the biggest piece of news. Um, 
Yeah, and then a couple new rides. Oh, there's a DuckTales experience coming to Epcot. Woo! Yeah, that's super cool. Uh, there's a new app coming out called Disney Genie. For anyone who hasn't booked a Disney World trip in the past, like, 10 years, they don't know how complicated it is now. When's the last time you went to World? About 10 years ago. Okay. Uh, so now with the FastPass system, you have to get your FastPass, like, a month in advance uh, and kind of get dining reservations even before that if you want to sit down. Yeah. It, it's a full, pro- like I, when I went last year, we had pages upon pages of notes of like our scheduling, what we can fit in a day, what we can't fit in a day, what we have to squeeze in. If we have time to do it, you know, a half day at one park, a half day at another park. Like it's, it's a whole scheduling. It's a week of scheduling. So there's an app that's coming out called Disney Genie that will help plan your trip for you. That's nuts. I didn't realize it was so crazy at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. That, that was kind of the... The, the highlights of the park panel. I don't, I don't need to go into the nitty gritty of that one. Yes, let's not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like it was pretty damn fun. Like, do you, I don't know. You also had a really good Comic-Con this year. So what was better, Comic-Con oh, or D23? <sighs> Probably Comic-Con. D23 was great because of the one panel and because of all the people I got to see. Yeah. Like, if I knew more people at Comic-Con, that would just make it even better. Um, yeah, I mean, they were both great in, in their own way. Um, but I think D23, I just, I saw more friends and I met more friends Yeah. and also having a convention across the street from Disneyland also makes it a thousand. Cause I just went to Disney after the yeah. floor closed yesterday. It's pretty hard to beat. Yeah. But I, yeah, I think, I still think Comic-Con was probably the better one of this year. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Right on. But for people who've never been to a con, I do think D23 is the best place to start. I mean, if you are a big Disney fan. Yes. Yeah, that, that is a caveat. Yeah. If you're one of those angry DC fanboys, maybe not your jam. Mm-hmm. Also, what's great is I didn't realize this until yesterday. Uh, there's no protesters at a Disney convention. Well, no, because it's so wholesome. I know. But that's maybe nice. there should be. Should we, should we be the angry DC fans down there? No. Protesting Marvel well, I movies? Mean, re- I mean, no religious protesters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, DC is a religion. So, yeah, I think uh, we'll have two contingencies. We'll have the uh, the DC fans. We'll have the Star Trek fans. That's good. We'll just... I did see a person in full Star Trek gear walking around. Star Trek gear? Yes. Like ears, captain shirt. Uh, they had. What color was the shirt? It was red. So they had Vulcan ears and a red shirt? Yes. What are they doing? What, what That's they... not captain. I got that wrong. That's engineering. That's right. But also. Wait, like original series red shirt? I don't remember. Or like next generation. I wasn't paying that much attention. Wait. They were walking the other way. I was on my phone. I saw it at a glance. How do you know they had ears then? Because I turned around. But you didn't notice the kind of shirt? I want to know how incongruous they were. Like, were they wearing Vulcan <laughs> ears and like a next generation red shirt? I mean, not to say there aren't Vulcans in next generation. I'm sure there Can are. Can you tell from the back? What's the difference on the back? Well, I mean, but it's like... The original series uniforms, like the the black pants and black boots, and then like the full bright yellow, bright red, bright blue shirts. Next generation, they were more like well, at one point they were like full on jumpsuits, um, but the the color pattern is a little bit more muted and it was less visible. No, I mean it, it was like the the knockoff. It was like the t shirt version of it. Oh, that doesn't yeah, mean, it's that like the knockoff version. That doesn't count. That's yeah. not in cosplay. Mm-hmm. It's just wearing a t shirt. Yeah, uh, yeah. Vulcan ears. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. Doesn't fucking count. I also realized that the Disney convention, there's no like. There's no, like, middle ground of cosplay. 
I felt I was the middle ground of cosplay. You did look fantastic. Thank you. Uh, I dressed as Duke Kaboom from Toy Story 4. Still got the stash. Looks great. Thank you. Um, so it's it's a lot of people that are like Disney bound and just wear kind of the te- like the nerdy shirt. And then it's the people in full costume. And there's no like middle place of costume that I saw. Yeah. You can be that next year. You can just go for that like, yeah, I'm going to put a little bit of effort in. I mean, that's what I felt like I did this time. You, I thought you put, a, you put a pretty substantial amount of effort into it. I don't think so. I didn't sew. Cameron, you were wearing a white and red jumpsuit with a Canada cape and you had a helmet and you grew your facial hair specifically to look like the character. Like, it, you put in the effort. Like, it was a full-on costume. Okay. It wasn't like you were wearing just like a Canada shirt. And had I did a, see a couple of those. Yeah, like you actually were wearing a costume. Mm-hmm. Give yourself some credit. Okay, fine. Yes. Yeah, that, that was my D23. Great. It was... <laughs> Wonderful. I'm no, still I, in the. I'm still in the glow. No, I mean there. There's a lot of a lot of exciting stuff that came out of that. Um, I think the the gist of it is very excited for Disney Plus. Yes, it's gonna be fantastic. For anyone that doesn't have that, like, is not planning on getting it, I would love to talk to you <laughs> and, and just f- figure out why. Why? Why have you made such terrible life choices? Yeah. Uh, I had originally thought maybe we would do like some bat plugs at the end here, but we've run a little longer I than know, I sorry, expected. I just kind of kept talking. Uh, so I think we'll, we'll go ahead and just cut it here. So this will just be an exclusively D23 news episode. Uh, but Cameron, thank you for being our, our man, our, our man on the scene <laughs> down in Anaheim, yes. our, our head of station D. It was my pleasure. Yes. Yes. Down there to get all the, all the hot takes, all the mm-hmm. fresh news. And, uh, you know, I, Always encourage people to do this, but they should definitely go check out your Instagram right now to get a full look at your costume because it oh, was thank you. It was absolutely fantastic. But I feel they, like when I, I dressed Saturday as like the ultimate uh, Hercules fan. Oh yeah, you had your your Hercules kimono, right? Uh, yes, yeah, it's, it's not a kimono; it's a shawl. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, How yeah, dare I, had, I? I had that. I had my Muses shirt, and I finally cleaned up my Air Herc hat. Uh, so I can wear that out again. It's beautiful. It felt good. It's so beautiful. It if, really good. if they want to see all these things, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me at camdexter underscore adventures uh, for my face and the archived cameron.dexter for my art. Yeah. On Instagram and only Instagram because that's all that matters. Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And if you want to find me, I am at Lordifer on uh, Twitter and Instagram. I don't ever really post much. I guess you, you can see a photo of me holding my new lightsaber. Yeah. And by that, I mean, you can just see like the green blade. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, it was very sweet for my birthday. Some friends got me uh, Luke's Return of the Jedi lightsaber. That's awesome. And it is. Choice. It's choice. It's fantastic. It, it, uh, it's crash. It's so crash. I, I used it in a sentence. Like, unironically, someone said something. I'm like, dude, that's crash. Uh, and that's the exact look that I got <laughs> when I said it. Oh. I want to bring it into my. I, I want to bring it into my vernacular. I, I, I want crash moded and for, whelmed to be like a, a normal thing that I say. For for those of you that couldn't see my face, which is all of you, uh, it was that it was a look that was somewhere, but like me being so proud of you for you just living your best life. Also, a little bit of pity thrown in there, and a little bit of just like, oh Cameron, yeah, oh Cameron. I think they're fun words. I like whelmed. I think people can get whelmed. I, yes, I, think I, I, whelmed. I don't think anyone's going to quite understand crash. Crash or moated. Yeah, either they're going to think you're talking about a, a really criminally overrated Best Oscar mm-hmm. winner or a movie where people fuck wounds. That's true. So, um, uh, but yeah. Oh, then I've, I've been rewatching Recess, and so I don't, I don't want to bring it in, but I might bring Womps back. Okay, and if you want, <laughs> if you want to find the podcast. 
We are at Tim Talk Pod on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and uh, Gmail. We would love to hear your thoughts on some of these announcements. If anything that's like got you super, super excited, yeah, uh, do let us know. Mm-hmm. But uh, otherwise, we will, I think, be back next week. With yeah, Zeta. there's nothing new, big coming out. This, no, I don't think so. Week. Yeah, no, we're back back to Zeta next week. So, but uh, thank you for listening, everybody. Yes, thanks for listening, everyone. Bye. Bye.